The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. We're trying to to help you here uh, as we get closer to election time, uh, get to know some of your candidates. And uh, and this morning we are walk- welcoming uh, Jonathan Emward into the studio. Good morning. Great to be with you. It's very good to have you here. Uh, I want you to to start out by telling us um, exactly how you came to this place to where you're going to be running uh, for the Senate and and just who you are, a little bit about who you are. Well, uh, for the last 38 years, I've practiced constitutional law, suing the federal bureaucracy and thankfully winning many times. And um, I looked at the situation we're in currently and I realized that within the next two to three years, if we don't fundamentally change the direction of our country, we're going to lose our freedoms and we're going to see the nation consumed in really a Marxist movement that will absorb and destroy much of what we've known and loved all of our lives and rewrite the history of the United States and ruin our kids. And I mean, it's really horrible. So we have to change the direction. And that's why I'm jumping in. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, heaven knows we need good people with good character uh, running for these offices. And sometimes that's not always the case. Um, You graduated from the University of Illinois. Is that correct? That's correct. And how long have you been in Virginia? Since 1985. Okay. All right. So when you you think about where it is that you want to take Virginia, um, because we're in a much better place than we were. I mean, let's be honest. We when we were under uh, Northam, Northam it, oh yeah. I mean, it was we were in pretty dire circumstances there. We sure were. And I think that Yunkin has undone, you know, a lot of that, but not all of it. What do you think the next step should be to kind of get our our state to where we're not being ruled by the by, by the North? Well, we have to flip the Senate. The North men north of Richmond. We have to flip flip the Senate to Republican hands and give the governor what he needs in order to get his whole agenda through. Yeah. Do you think, what are are our chances? I mean, are we looking good? Because we have Dr. Bob Denton on the show every now and then. He's keeping up with those tight races. And and last time we talked about that, because a lot going on in the world we'll talk about with him. You know, that is... What's your thought? I mean, because you're talking to other candidates, how is it looking out there? Well, I'm an optimist, and I'll tell you why. I see a sea change happening across the state Mm -hmm. with people that are just disgusted with the way things are in the schools, Mm -hmm. with the inflation, with the open borders. And so people want to see a fundamental change. The time is ripe for that. And if we don't do it now, really, we will lose our republic. And as far as our state is concerned, if we don't get these things changed, we're never going to have a chance to really make a difference in our schools for our kids in school right now. And uh, it's it's So we're literally getting to the point where it's not salvageable if we don't make some moves. You know, we, we say it on the show a lot here because, you know, if you want things to change, change is hard. Change is difficult. And, and change means people taking stands that aren't popular, and they are going to be demonized because we know all about Saul Alinsky and his, his way to make someone look like a demon. Uh, they're bad. They want evil and all this kind of stuff, when in reality it's the other side you know, projecting that onto good people. 
Yeah, there's a lot of that nonsense uh, going on. Character assassination seems to be the order of the day mm -hmm. for a lot of Democrats attacking Republicans. Uh, I think people have, are fed up with it, frankly. I think they want to hear solutions to problems, right. and they want uh, candidates with integrity, and integrity matters. And people are making uh, that very clear to me all across the state that they want to see the changes, they want solutions, and integrity matters. I mean, I... You say you're an optimist, and, and I usually am an optimist, too, although I, I do think uh, the GOP has made some choices of late that really make me less optimistic because of some of the choices that they've made. Um, and you also have the whole name recognition in the Senate. I mean, are we—I I was happy that we got—that McAuliffe was, was beat back because a lot of people didn't think that was possible. Mm. So that gives me hope that, you know, maybe we can replace um, uh, Mark Warner. We can replace Tim Kaine, yeah. who's just been there forever. And when you look up, this is what frustrates me. When you look up Tim Kaine in some of the top researches, <laughs> it said, is Tim Kaine a Republican? Are you kidding me? Oh, my me? God. How is that even? Yeah. How is that even Googled? Yeah. I know. Yeah, he is uh, very good at avoiding any controversy. Any opportunity he has to obfuscate, he seems to take it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yet his record of voting oh, that's all you is have to look at. hundred yeah. percent. He has almost a hundred percent voting record based on the the Americans for uh, socialism, right. democratic socialists in mm -hmm. the United States. Almost hundred percent. Yeah, him and Schumer, it probably almost identical in their voting record. Yes, and I and I. I like Mark Warner. I, I thought when he was a governor, he was a good governor. But something happened to him, it, like it usually does when they, they land in D.C. I feel like he has drifted at best, if not just gone, to the left. But Tim Kaine, I just never have eh, – I just never felt good about the guy. I felt like he played the fact that he was a missionary to win those uh, – those Catholic votes, yeah. And even as those he's voting for abortion. for abortion, right? Which is, you know, the Catholic Church is obviously opposed to that. So I, I think Cain is beatable more so than Warner. But, I, but I, I've I, said I, that before. Right. Well, it, we need to have some optimism as Virginians that we're going to put forward solid candidates. And you know, obviously, Yunkin is a solid candidate. We need more Glenn Youngkins. And maybe because of the things that he has achieved in, in the state uh, of the Commonwealth, maybe the, the strides he's made for things like mental health. Right. Um, I mean, we talk to people who are in that industry, and they say that this governor has done more for, for that, which, let's face it, that's one of the biggest problems in our whole country is mental health. We can talk about gun control all we want to, but until we're solving our issues with mental health you know if it's not a gun it'll be a machete right. or something else uh, so maybe with that they'll see that things can be done yes i think you know one in six americans are on psychiatric drugs mm -hmm. we're the we're the, the the people in the world look at us as the at rightfully so as the country that has the most people on drugs mm -hmm. and this is a a disaster right. uh, and the governor's addressing it well yes and and we're seeing that across the board in the commonwealth uh, we're seeing more drugs in our counties than we we ever have i mean i used to live in a county where you saw very little 
of that. I mean, and it has grown so much. It's and the scary. open border situation is contributing oh, to that. Yes. And I just came back from the border, actually, and I have to tell you, which it's one, appalling. Canada or in the south? Because south. now we've got yeah. the real nefarious one coming in through we, Canada. Now. We have we have it all over, and yeah. uh, you would be appalled. They have moved almost all of the CBP out of border protection to processing human beings right. into the United States, giving them welfare, food stamps, mm-hmm. cash, right. uh, and, and and they fund the NGOs, and the NGOs play, pay for their plane tickets and their bus tickets yeah. and their train tickets all over the United States. Right. No vetting of these people. Yeah, so but, yet, MS-13, but yet when 18th a, Street gang, a, te- a, a Texas in. governor or a Florida governor sends them to New York or to Martha's Vineyard, that makes the news when, in the middle of the night, this administration literally has been filling planes, trains, and automobiles and buses and, That's and right. so on. And, and and to think what's come over the border by way of bad bad players. If I'm, I've said it on the show, if I'm a Xi Jinping or I'm the, you know, the Ayatollah of Iran, I'm saying get them in now, get them in now, get them in right. now. That's right. Because that sooner Terrorists or later they're going to get smart, aren't they? Yes. I don't know if we're going to get smart. I Look, think... we have Hamas in here. They've yes. been coming in for years. Yes. Right. And if when you talk to these CBP agents, they say that we're virtually defenseless and that our enemies are pouring into this country. Mm-hmm. And we know there are over 105 different terrorists that they've identified that have come into the country. The CBP people tell me, you know, that's a small fraction that we interdict such a small fraction of the number coming across right disaster well and a story that came out today from new hampshire where the new hampshire governor uh, says he's going to have to take matters into his own hands because he can't get any help from the federal government because they're seeing such an increase in that 58 mile border that uh, runs across canada and they've got so many people coming in there and they know there aren't as many people watching that border if yeah. you think that the really bad hombres aren't coming in through Canada, mm-hmm. we're crazy. And they have seen, I want to make sure I get this right, uh, there there have been more apprehensions along the northern border this past year than the last 10 years combined. Yeah, we are, it really, we are, we are getting inundated. And this is intentional on the part of the Biden administration. I think This so is too. a direct assault on America's lives liberty and property and there's look there's no sympathy for the americans who are whose property is destroyed the murders that are being committed in america against americans and 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 uh the rapes and all of the sex trafficking drug trafficking where is the outrage from the administration they only focus on the immigrants coming across the illegals and they and they show sympathy for them but americans come last and the illegal immigrant comes first in right. this scenario and it's got to change it's and it's going to destroy our country it will tell me and and with this because we could go about this all day I know. tell me tell me as someone who will re- represent virginia what do you think because states like new hampshire texas others have to take it into their own hands what can we do what can you do when you get to richmond to help curb this because i don't think we can stop it but we've got to slow it down well, there are three things that have to be done on the federal level. First, of course, we have to finish bu- building the wall. The wall, right. The second thing we have to do is not rely on DHS. It's corrupt to the core yes. under Alejandro Mayorkas. Mm-hmm. He has betrayed our nation. He has. And so we need block grants to the border states mm-hmm. that will enable them to hire the police and National Guard they need to police the border. And the third thing we need to do, which is essential, is to make it impossible for some 
someone to come into this country to seek asylum, mm-hmm. but instead to do it through their country of origin, right. through the United States Embassy, and process them there. Not in this country. Don't let them get in one foot right. into this country illegally. Right. Right. So if people want to find out more about you, and I, I feel like we, we have got a good feel of, of who you are today introducing you to our listeners, but if they want to find out more, where's the best place for them to go? Well, thank you for that. It's emord4va.com. E-M-O-R-D-F-O-R-V-A.com if you want to find out more. Jonathan, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It is 7.20 here on The Morning Jam. We'll have some more Friday funnies for you. We'll also come some of the local stories that are happening here of course the big story this this time is what's going on in the middle east and we had the bb netanyahu encouraging the troops yesterday i think something's going to happen here in the next 40 hours just just my gut feeling janet we'll see what happens just uh, pray for the the peace of jerusalem that's what the bible teaches us to do let's certainly do that and pray even for those in hamas that really somehow they'd only get the bad guys The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 